and welcome to another episode of Fool's Daily. Uh, I am joined today by the ever-so-lovely Mr. Lee Battery. Hello. And the, oh, I suppose he's quite lovely, really, Matt Spooner. I'm delightful. Hello. Yeah, delightful is such a broad term. <laughs> um, today we are going to talk about Games Workshop games again. I know. I know. Woo! We just talked about Blood Bowl, and now we're going to talk about a different game. And it's not even out yet. But we are going to talk about... Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert? Well, Isn't that what you're supposed to do? Well, I don't know. Is it? It's... Can you have a spoiler uh-huh. alert for a preview? Yeah. Okay. Some people might not have seen it. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right. So if you don't want to know about a game, a game that's coming out from Games Workshop sometime this year... Um, you might as well switch off now and come back for another episode. Stupid idiots. Why would you do that? Right. If you haven't switched off, then they're what, Matt? Very clever and devoted, and we love them. Good. So we're going to talk about um, the rumours swirling around about Adeptus Titanicus. Woohoo! <laughs> And Matt appears to have turned into a um, steam train. Choo-choo! I was going to say something else then, but remembered that we have to be polite and nice and kind yeah. to him. Family friendly, got to be nice, and you're not allowed to swear about me. It's the rules. Not my rules, but the rules. The rules. People like it that we're family many, friendly. Because it means they can rules listen. have I got? <laughs> Well, <laughs> Matt's referencing a Malifaux figure. We should point out. I've got another hand. I've got a handful of willies at the moment, and I don't entirely know why. <laughs> Can you just stop with the willies, please? Not me. It's not my willies. Well, one of them's my willie. Oh, there he is. Right. So that's a supplementary willie. Put him down there. I'll come to him later. Right. Adeptus Titanicus. Woohoo! <laughs> Titans, baby! Right, Matt, tell us what Adeptus Titanicus is. Adeptus Titanicus. In the olden days, when we were young... I was, um, I was still like 17 or 18. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Young, young and handsome men, as opposed to being old and handsome... Games Workshop released a new game with, set within the 40k universe um, to allow players to play with the great big stompy robots that were referred to in much of the fluff, but not within the game itself, the Titans. That game was Adeptus Titanicus, and at that point it was kind of a precursor to all the stuff that then sort of evolved outwards that we all kind of know and love as epic. Adeptus Titanicus was purely Titan versus Titan combat. Yep. Um, and the cynics amongst us kind of thought, well, they're just trying to do Battletech, but in the 40k universe, which it kind of, to a degree, was a little bit. But with all the joys of 40k fluff. Yes. Um, there you go. Sim- simples. That's very good. Yeah, so it was set in the Horus Heresy, 
um, and it was purely Titans. Um, you might have seen them. They were plastic. They were, they're referred to generally as the Beetleback Titans. Um, because yes. they had a, a plastic cur- multi parts. Yeah. Curved carapace, and they had interchangeable weapons and arms. So you could have, you know, you could outfit it with plasma destructors and things like that. Uh, Change mac- this. Macro cannon and those sorts of things. Uh, and then, and then, oh, sorry, Lee, go on. I was going to say, then later on, we started getting, there were some lead bits, so you could make them into Chaos Titans as well, wouldn't they? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the way, the way it went is you had Adeptus, you had Adeptus Titanicus, and then in White Dwarf, they published um, rules for Land Raiders. Uh, and eventually, they published a game called Space Marine. Which introduced, um, you know, troops. troops. Uh, so you got plastic space marines and things. And then there were various expansions that introduced orcs and things. And then it all morphed into um, what became Epic. Yes. And so then you had Epic. And then Epic had its own supplements, which introduced new titans like the Imperator. And the Mega Gargant. Uh, and then that turned into um, Epic 40k. And then that turned into Epic Armageddon. I think that's the timeline. Without without going and looking More at or less. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sure Bartley will be shouting that we've got it in the wrong order. So watch out for his tweets. But, so that, so, so that was it. So, but Adeptus Titanicus started off as a box set. You've got, I think, eight Titans, if I remember rightly. It was written by Jervis Johnson. Um, big box set, and it was just Titans, and it had um some lovely um expandy foam buildings in it. Yeah, they were good. Um, and it was it was it was a fun game, and then as soon as Land Raiders were introduced, it started to go to pieces because um Land Raiders Land basically the Titans would always lose to the Land Raiders because it. Was a, it was a game and dice rolling, and the Land Raiders could generate a lot more dice than a Titan could. And so you'd be stomping along, and the Land Raiders would surround you in a little half-moon formation, and they'd roll all the dice, and all your void shields would go down, and then you'd blow up. Yeah, pretty much. Um, original sets go for a lot of money. <laughs> yes, they do. Um, like $300. The key, the key- the community kind of embraced um, Epic Armageddon as kind of the pinnacle of it from a combined arms point of view. Um, and that's the set that goes forward and is used um, in all of the tournaments and, and the likes that get played now. Um, still has a massive international fan base um, and is good. There's um, the Epic UK maintain all the lists for it. But that, as I say, that's the the full epic extravaganza with all of the infantry and the combined arms element as a pure, as opposed to the pure Titan versus Titan combat that Adeptus Titanicus was. Yeah. And as part of the, you know, the continuing ongoing um, games, and sorry, a re-release of games that they're doing, you know, we talked about, um, Blood Bowl. Yeah, they're bringing back 
Adeptus Titanicus. Now, part of me thinks it's because the heresy stuff has been so successful. You know, yeah. 30k has been um, massively popular. As that you suddenly bring out Titans. Now, obviously, you can get big Titans from Forge World and stuff, but it's not the same as having, you know, you have to have a massive house and to play with those. You're right, then. Oh, yeah. And so we've got the new type we've got a new thing and we've got the new version of titanicus and um a couple of weekends ago it was a um what's heresy weekend that's it and they showed off quite a lot of it and if you search around you can find um lots of artwork and stuff but they gave away some interesting things, including a photograph of two pictures of the book. Um, one which talks about the various dice you have. Things like reactor yeah. dice. Um, and one that shows a Warlord Titan data card, which has... When I first saw it, it reminded me of... I don't know if you guys ever played. There used to be a very old um, Star Trek game. Yeah. Where you had an exceptionally complicated dashboard for controlling your um, starship. And you had to allocate the power to the shield. You only had so much power and you allocated the shields and the weapon systems and that sort of thing. And you could redistribute it during your game. Your game. I want to. I want to say it was by Fasa. It was certainly an American company. I think. Yeah. I think it was Fasa. Um, but yes, I, I played that. It's a great game, but it was complicated. But it did have that kind of technical aspect of again resource management, for want of a better term. Yeah, and when I saw this, I was think that's what it reminded me of. That you had. Um. Various sections on this data card, and we'll put. I'll, if I remember, I will put a link in the show notes to a picture of this data card that you can just. Search. Spoiler alert: He will not remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you, you, if you do search for it, then I'm sure you can find it. Uh, and you get various things. So the data card. If you look at the, if you're looking at the data card, there are things like. Um, there's a section for orders. There's various different speeds. There's various different weapons. There's um, think you're limited to how many turns you can do on a Titan. So I assume that you know if the game is successful, and you know, I can't believe that it won't be. It will be. I think that's pretty much guaranteed. Um, so you're going to get, at the moment, I think you just get Warlord Titans, and the big surprise that they gave was that you're going to get Knights as well. Woohoo! But, you know, a Reaver is, a Reaver Titan is going to be able to move faster. A Warhound Titan is going to be able to do even more turns and stuff. And so you can control it from the ship. So it, it I suppose the other thing it's similar to is, where things like um, Armada and X-Wing are at the moment. Yeah. 
with those sorts of, you know, those sorts of ship-driven data cards and things. Now, it's quite interesting in the fact that um, going to have dipped a toe in this already, and I can't remember what it's called, so I'll just move the microphone and I'll Google as I go. But in oh, you sound, their, better. You sound a, better now you've moved your microphone, by the way. Okay, that's good to know. Um, is they've already in their kind of thing that they've been doing with the assassination force and these kind of smaller games. Um, they did do a knight versus knight for 40k scale, um, combat game. And I'm just looking to see what it was oh, okay. called. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, no, you, you got two plastic, um, knights. Two plastic knights. And, um, um, in a game. And it, it, it kind of, it was ridiculously good value because I think it worked out uh, about the cost of one knight and a little bit. Oh, and you got two. Yeah. yeah, and you got the two. I remember going into GW and seeing them, or someone building them, and saying, "I, oh, you know, it looked quite good in this." And the and the guy sort of saying at the time who was working in there said, "Yeah, we can't keep it in for you know that went so quickly just from people who were who liked the models because of um of the sort of deal you got for it." Yeah, those knights are nice models. Yeah. All right, then. Uh, and I can't find the bloody name of it. But anyway, and that was very similar. And when I saw it, it kind of reminded me of Adeptus Titanicus because, in effect, you've got one, maybe two knights. You've got hit locations. You've got the fact your weapons could be blown off. All of that kind of thing. Um, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. It's a bit like Adeptus Titanicus used to be. Um, and then I'm guessing potentially... Then this will be a um, spin-on from that, or at least the idea of that. Right. Okay. No, I can. Yeah, I can. I can see that. I mean, certainly, you know, you've got knights, you've got titans. Um, it... Renegade knights or something like that. Yeah, I think that's what it is. It's a picture I've got up. And it shows uh, two different knights and the box and the like, a data card that looks very similar to the old one you got for the, um, was it the Imperator Titan? Yeah. Epic? Yes. Yeah. So, yes. So they have kind of touched on it before or you know, recently, but interestingly, I think you're right. The heresy stuff has kicked in as such a frenzy that... Um, They've decided they've got to capitalise on it. Okay. I mean, the, you get some insight into the rules. The, the other page that they um, uh, talk about, the other page that they gave away shows the dice. Um, so you have location dice, order dice, reactor dice, D6s, scatter dice, and D10s. And then it talks about what they're used for. So like the D10s, it says... Um, Ten-sided dice are used for certain roles in the game, such as command checks and catastrophic damage rolls. You sound like your life. Yeah. I mean, it sounds quite in-depth. From, from reading it. Well, mean, it, was used, it was used to be. It was, and that was why you, and it wasn't about having like a dozen 
Titans on each side because it, it very much was that kind of dashboard kind of feel that you were describing. Yeah. But I do think that, you know, using the order dice, having order dice and things, I mean, it, which is a well-known epic thing. Yeah. Um, but I do think that that, um, again, it, it harkens to fantasy flight games. Yeah. Stuff. I mean, if you look at Armada, where you make up the order dials and then you stack them up depending on your ship, I can see some similarity. I can see some similarities there. So, but it looks. And the other thing, the big departure from a Games Workshop point of view is when was the last time you didn't just have D six in a Games Workshop game? Yeah, Blood Bowl. Well, not blood. You're. Oh, I nearly <laughs> said such a bad word. Just saying. He's, he's not wrong. Blood Bowl's got D16. D8s. Yes, it's different from 40k and AOS. Yes. Yeah, in its, in its core, in the core mechanics and that kind of stuff of one of the big games, it is, yeah. But from I have to agree, Matt. Oh dear, that must have been painful. Yeah, I've got my fingers crossed, legs crossed, toes crossed. <laughs> but yeah, it does. Just having your eyes crossed. <laughs> so they gave away some other information on this day, as well as these things. I mean, there was some nice artwork and stuff. Hmm. Um, it's eight millimeter. Um. Apparently, they printed the pieces at 6, 8, and 10. And 8 was the best, you know, was the best size that it came out at. Here's another theory around 8 millimeters. Yes. There are a number of unnamed, fan-based manufactured, unavailable for sale, out of production, blah, 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 etc., etc., versions of Forge World Titans. All of which are about 8 mil in scale. They call, in effect, like a true scale, they refer to Titan. Right. Um, so part of me is thinking that 8 mil means that people will buy them to use with all of their 6 mil stuff. That they already have bucket loads of for the epic community. If they'd have gone 10 mil, I don't think that their uptake would have been anywhere near as much because they would be overscale for everybody's six mil epic stuff. And everybody who's anybody is buying the eight mil titans to use with their six mil epic stuff anyway. Just theory. Do you honestly believe that they take any account of what's going on in that sort of community? Um, yes, I do. Because that's why we didn't see the change in any Blood Bowl rules. Because they knew if they significantly changed the rules from what is, in effect, the living rule book, inverted commas, they would totally alienate their player base. Ah, but I think that that's different. Because I think that Blood Bowl is a massive game. Epic is a tiny, tiny game. Compared to Blood Bowl, yes. Well, compared to pretty much anything. But it, but there is still a, a significant international community playing Epic. 
they're the people that will start ranting, raving about wanting to play Adeptus Tide, potentially. Yeah, but it's not the the rules um, aren't going to. But there's there's no existing rules, are there? No, but the Titans will cross over into Epic. People will want to well, buy them, even buy, if they don't want to play Adeptus Titanic. People will buy the models. That's definitely true. Um, yeah. Or Imperial players will, because it's only Imperial Titans at the moment. Well, they say that the, the one of the things that came away is that they're not going to do anything else. Because of um, because it's heresy, and so it's um, you know. Oh well, yeah, of course that's true. Yeah, because the Eldar weren't around then, were they? Well, no, they're called something else, aren't they? No, they were called something else. Not in n- not yeah. they're retconned to be called something else. Yeah, that's what it, that that new thing is. That that new box set that just came out is. Oh, they, I don't know. I can't keep up with it all. It's not cool anyway, um, so apparently it scales um, from the seminar. Um, the reports were saying that it scales very well from a single warlord to about ten or so on each side. Um, and it's not the my turn. It's not a my turn, your turn system. But each phase is one action followed by the other player's action. Um, so you're not sitting around. So basically, it's you're doing something and they're doing something. Um, the issue the issue appears to be uh, getting release slots. Yeah, yeah. It must be difficult to try and fit it all in because they seem to have so much stuff coming through. Yeah, and I think yeah, I mean, it's frenetic at the moment. I mean, the stuff that I saw online, and this is you know this is just hearsay, is that what they were saying is that Blood Bowl, the success of Blood no, Bowl, heresy. No hearsay. <laughs> Heresy it's pronounced. The Horus heresy, not the Horus hearsay. Yes. Well, apart from the fact that they're spelt differently. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> He's trying to make a joke out of something that's just not there. Like his penis. We're used to that, though, aren't we? <laughs> um, so, anyway. Oh, I've completely lost my train of thread. It's all now. No, I've got it back. I've got it back. Um, so originally, the Titans and everything were going to be resin, but the success of um, Blood Bowl has meant that they're going to produce them in plastic, which is why the game is delayed. Because the original date for the game was around now, but we're not going to get it till probably Q three. Because they're going to increase the production value. Just got to be a good thing. Well, it's got to be a good thing yeah. for us. Um, but that's that. So, but the question is: is do you see them expanding it out? Yes. I think as long as it has a successful run as some of the other games, I can see them adding and doing bits and bobs more to it. You know, I think the the big thing will be to see how Blood Bowl continues. Because, I mean, at the moment we've had the main game, a couple of star players, and two extra teams, haven't we? So it will be to see the success of how the original game does to whether or not anything else comes. Because, obviously, they know that the main game will sell. Yeah. But it's whether or not 
they'll continue to sell afterwards, won't it? Are we going to get more blood? Are we getting more blood bowl? Do we know? Well, hopefully. I mean, you know, obviously, I'm not on first name terms with anyone, unlike some, and um, you know, I don't get to hear that. Because I don't, I don't, I honestly don't know. I, I don't yeah. know if there's there's going to be more blood bowl stuff or not. I think I'd like to that see. will depend. It'll be a marketing decision, surely. If the stuff, I mean, you look at the the amount of stuff that's come out, um, or the the fan base for the dwarf team and the Skaven team. If the up, if the sales uptake means that it becomes profitable, bear in mind what they talk. What does they talk about tooling for something like that? About ten k, twenty five for twenty five k now for a uh, injection molding. Um, the tooling for it. So there must be a point at which it will click over and they'll be like, right, time for the next one. You know, that uptake is sufficient to warrant re- to, you know, tooling the next team. Yeah. Could be. Could be. I hope, I hope, it, I hope it does because I want orcs. I want gargants. But having said that, I have a million gargants. Yeah. So it only... Only takes some rules, and then I can use them. Yeah. Um. So hopefully, at the very least, there'll be a the same as um. What is it called? Death Zone. Yeah. Um. And then they had the PDF with all of the. There, yeah, the remaining sort all of the leg- all done. the legacy teams. If they brought out a PDF that gave me, you know, my gargants. Then I'm sorted, really. Yeah. Because, like I say, I do have quite a few. One or two. Yeah. Hmm. But I'm quite. I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be. I think it'll be cool. And yeah, um, You know, a little bit of. You know, Titan on Titan action is always good. Almost nice. as good as girl on girl action. You had to go there, didn't you? you That's just... what she said. What happened to family friendly? That was relatively friend family friendly. You're such an idiot. I didn't make a swear. You didn't make a swear. I suppose I should be grateful. Right, well, with Matt lowering the tone, I can't be bothered to talk to him anymore, so um until I've not so cross at him, I've been Mike. I've been Lee. I've been Matt. Bye-bye. Bye. You can contact Fools Daily on Twitter. We're at Fools Underbar Daily. Or via email, foolsdaily at outlook.com. <laughs>